0: Hey, I'm Lead Pastor Noel Peatgrass, and welcome to the Exeter Valley Church Podcast. Our church plant started in 2021 with the goal of seeing God's kingdom extended in our hometown. If you're curious about Jesus, looking for a home in the family of God, or feel called to be a part of a kingdom expansion in Exeter, California, we'd love to have you join us Sundays at 9.30 a.m. in the Veterans Memorial Building at 324 North Cahuilla Avenue. For more information, head on over to www.exetervalleychurch.com or find us on social media. Thanks for listening. All right. So last time,
1: mm-hmm.
0: you remember last time? <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah, wait. Yeah. Oh yeah. I remember now. Yeah. Last time
0: well uh, we uh, we talked about uh, the, the gift of tongues mm-hmm. and I was telling you, you know, we, we've been going through this series um, on um, unpacking the gifts of the spirit in our church and, um, coming out of 1 Corinthians 12, 13, and 14. And I wanted to just um, talk specifically about um, the gift of prophecy. And, um, you know, we've been engaging in this idea that these, these spiritual gifts, uh, we believe, continue for the use of in the church today. Um, and we believe that Paul has a lot of instruction for us, in particular, in these three uh, passages. And so... Um, yeah, like we, we we believe, like Paul says, that these are gifts that we need to eagerly desire and pursue. And he has a lot of really great things to say about the gift of prophecy. Um, you know, in fact, in these three passages, it seems like he is doing a lot to downplay the gift of tongues, <laughs> even though uh, he says, I wish that you would all speak in tongues. Yep he boasts about how often he speaks in tongues. So he valued the gift of tongues, <laughs> right, right. but he really values the gift of prophecy. And so it's a fun, um, I think kind of a fun conversation to have, but there's still a yeah. lot of mystery around this gift. Yeah, Like how would you describe what you think this gift is? I mean, I, I hesitate to say define, I, I don't need to get overly technical, but how would you describe the, the prophetic gift and how sure. it's you know designed kind of to operate uh, in the church today?
1: Yeah, yeah. Uh, just to try to say it simply. I think, I think it's the inheritance of every believer to hear the voice of God for themselves, yeah. for, for their own life. Yeah, The prophetic is mm-hmm. when we hear the voice of God for somebody else's life.
0: Okay. There you go. Yeah. That's awesome. Now, so like with that, like, so the, like a, a prophet could be described as someone who foretells the future, mm-hmm. but what you're saying seems like, like that could be part of it, but it seems like there's some nuance there and, yeah. and And so, how would you describe like the gift of prophecy in terms of, you know, in that context,
1: mm-hmm. is,
0: this, is this like fortune telling um,
1: <laughs> it, it
0: seems like you're describing it in a way that's a little bit different
1: than that yeah I, so 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 New Testament prophecy is encouragement centric you yeah. know like it, it's always encouraging for the person who, yeah. who hears it yeah could that include uh, a word about their future mm-hmm. it could yeah it absolutely could it could be something about their life right now right you know this this is something that i believe god is speaking to you right now you know you're right. a you're a man of purity you know like you're beloved like that that's mm-hmm. totally mm-hmm. prophetic yeah
0: you know i think that kind of normalizes the gift uh, to a certain extent as well because. um, it doesn't feel it doesn't feel particularly risky to say those things over somebody, yeah, yeah. you know. Okay, so let's go here now. Let let's talk about so you you reference the idea of New Testament the New Testament gift of mm-hmm. prophecy. Um, how, let, let's talk about the gift of the prophetic or or the the office even of prophet in the Old Testament, and um, how you see that gift kind of translating through time into the new covenant and then into the modern day church, what you and I are living in today. How would you, I guess maybe more specifically, like how would you say, let's, let's start with this. What's the difference between old Testament prophecy and new Testament prophecy in your mind?
1: Yeah. So, so old Testament prophecy uh, in, in a lot of ways is was, was higher stakes, you know? Yeah. Um,
0: Thus saith the Lord. Thus saith the Lord. Exactly.
1: So old Testament prophecy, um, the Holy spirit would come on somebody mm-hmm. very strongly and tangibly and give them a word, mm-hmm. um, which is very different than new Testament prophecy, which a lot of times is a, you know, what we call like a whisper of the Holy spirit yeah. or a nudge or yeah, like a sense. You, yeah. You have a thought in your mind. I mm-hmm. think this is from God for mm-hmm. somebody else, you know, like right. all of these very delicate ways that God speaks to us mm-hmm. in the old Testament. Um, it it had to be that clear and strong because God used Old Testament prophets to direct and lead a nation. Yeah, which is very different yeah. than so New Testament prophecy is more about uh, personal encouragement. You know, building somebody up with what you believe God is saying over their life.
0: Right. So the the one in in the New Testament the. Uh... New Testament scripture is, is written mostly by apostles, mm-hmm. right? And so if the old Testament had prophets, the new Testament has apostles. Yeah. And, um, so, I mean, how do you, um, I, I guess like, so for us today, so let's prophet apostle. And now we've got modern day believers who we believe are, you know, have been called to be, you know, the priesthood of all believers. And we're all ministers of the gospel. So, um, we all, so what's different, though, in the way that we would walk out these gifts versus even how Paul would walk out these gifts?
1: Yeah. Well, I th- when you're talking about Paul's apostolic ministry to, mm-hmm. to you know, he, writing letters and, and mm-hmm. planning churches, that, that's very different than just us today prophesying over somebody, you know, yeah. giving somebody a prophetic encouragement or a prophetic word over their life. Yeah. Um, you know, Paul, like you're saying, uh, Old Testament prophets were writing scripture. Yeah, New Testament apostles were were writing scripture. So there's something very foundational um and clear about it. yeah, and that doesn't translate to, yeah, us like ministering to each other as believers today. Yeah. It's, it's it's different
0: what, one of the questions that I was that I was wondering as I'm going through these gifts is like, um, yeah, just the role I guess what would you say is like the role of the prophetic even in? preaching or teaching, for example, mm. like if we were going to talk about, you know, like that gift. And and I guess what I'm saying, what, what I wanted to ask is how, you know, I see, um, it, it does seem like there is a prophetic component to teaching, for yeah. example. Yeah. Right. Um, I mean, would you agree with that? Do you see that gift? Like, it, it seems like a pretty necessary gift for anyone who would be called to ministry or, 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 Specifically called to like teach in the church.
1: Yeah, yeah. I I would say too that um, the so just because there are some camps that believe that every reference to prophecy in the New Testament is just a reference to preaching. Ah, okay. And so I think it's important just to say that that there's not. A one-to-one correlation it, yeah when, when paul says prophesy he's not just like winking like i mean preaching really yeah you know sure. like that's not oh uh, yeah saying. okay yeah but i i, I agree yeah 100 agree with what you're saying mm. that the prophetic can kind of make its way into all these other gifts as well right you know like there can Absolutely. be prophetic evangelism right there can be prophetic preaching and teaching mm-hmm. um so in that sense absolutely yeah. and and we should ask for that like yeah. we should ask that our that our preaching is prophetic that yeah. our evangelism is prophetic yeah for sure that it's led by the holy spirit and what he's doing in that moment
0: again with these with these gifts especially tongues and and the the prophetic gift i think that you know one of the reasons that they are, they can be hard for some to embrace is is not even the supernatural component i think we all want to believe in the supernatural um but it, it can be the misuses that we've seen. Oh yeah. You know, and so I wonder I guess I want I I could have even started with this but um but I just want like what's your personal kind of story with the prophetic and then as you tell that story maybe you could even share like kind of some of the good and the bad that you've seen <laughs> with this gift. Sure, yeah.
1: <laughs> Prophecy can go off the rails in several ways. You know, some ways it can go off the rails is when somebody's prophetic word uh just doesn't line up with scripture. Yes. Yeah. Um which I, I don't see too often, honestly, but right. I, but I've had some people, uh, you know, I've, I've had a chronic illness for almost mm-hmm. 15 years. Yeah. And so I've had a lot of people pray for my healing mm-hmm. um, in that I've also had a lot of painful moments where mm-hmm. people have prophesied over me that I am not healed because I have not done X, Y, Z in my mm-hmm. life, that I, I don't have enough faith. Yeah or i've uh you know yeah. like been disobedient i've got yeah. you know and uh and then it's like i'm honestly racking my mind like yeah. i don't I, I mean how could i have more faith i right. have no idea yeah. i don't know of any place that i'm disobedient yeah. and so uh that's one way that it can go wrong where mm-hmm. people were in some ways that's just cruel as yeah, well you know sure. like prophesying over a oh, sick person sure. and just telling them they're falling short in some way and that's yeah. why they've been sick for 10 years yeah. of their life
0: yeah i guess we need we just need to understand that um you know this the modern day gift to the prophetic involves working through a, a fallible human being, yes, and there That's will good. be mistakes made, right? you know, and even um, I mean, I hear certain people called false prophets because they prophesied something, and maybe it was more you know, kind of fortune telling version that didn't come true or whatever. Yeah. but I yeah. think I think we you know there's a way in which we have to be able to understand that these are you know we're fallible um these aren't it's not like you know canonical prophecy yeah right that has the rubber stamp thus saith the lord or you know this is the inspired word of god um and uh yeah like so we you know but we wouldn't want that to um uh, dissuade people from operating in this gift at yeah. all yeah. you know and, and maybe that even goes back into the conversation while ecstatic versus kind of self-willed, like, this is a, grif- a gift, I'm sorry, <laughs> a gift, maybe that was Freudian. Anyways, uh, this is a gift that, you know, can be developed over time.
1: Yeah, yeah, you know? there's, a, there's a lot of bad teaching in the world. But no, nobody thinks to themselves, okay, we need to throw out the gift of teaching. Like yeah. we understand that people need that's to be right. instructed. That's right. And so, e- even though there is bad practice of prophecy, prophecies that are wrong, prophecy that's walked out in immature ways, you know, um, it doesn't mean that there's not a, a true and helpful and edifying gift of prophecy. Right. And we need to, to learn to grow in it, you know? Yeah. First um, Thessalonians 5. Paul says, don't despise prophecies, right. but test all things. That's right. And hold fast to what is good. And if prophecy was either all correct or you're just a false prophet, then why would there be a need to test all things? That's right. You know, we test all That's things right. because there are fallible human beings, like right. you said, and people who are learning how to prophesy better and better. And so we test it in the meantime. Yeah. We say, okay, does this line up with the word? Yeah. Does this resonate? You know, yeah. those kind of things. Can I, can I ask you a question? Can yeah. I role reversal? Yeah, one? for sure. Um, do you believe that um, everyone can prophesy? kind of I'm, I'm putting yeah, you on the spot yeah they, yeah no I wanted just not something we've talked about no here. I like I wanted to I
0: wanted to stop and think before I answered but so my my first like gut response is that this seems to be a gift that that Paul would encourage all of us to pursue he says to eagerly desire I've quoted I've that multiple times already yeah. so I feel a little yeah. bit embarrassed about how many times I've said that, but I think it's really important.
1: Totally. So I he, think he he actually repeats it. He Yeah, he says, says it three or four gift, times. In eagerly three desire chapters. it. Yeah. So.
0: so I think what so I think what I was going so my gut reaction there would be to say, I definitely think that we should all eagerly desire the gift. Mm-hmm. Now, I don't know if I'm 100 percent confident in saying that this that scripture teaches that we will all Prophesy. Although, if you go back to Joel, you know um, that's Joel chapter two, I think. Mm-hmm. You know the passage about your sons and daughters. will, you know. Right. Um, right. So, I don't know. What do you think? <laughs> I mean, I think we. Should, so, my 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 answer is going to be: I think we all should pursue the gift. I think it's. I think many of us should expect to receive the gift. I guess it kind of depends, like. Maybe like how it comes out. So I think I would say that we should all expect to hear from God, as you kind of started us off with. Yeah. A, I think that's a pretty fundamental um, continuationist way of looking at uh, yeah. our our life of discipleship and faith. Is that you know, and and I say this a lot in our church. Like we believe that God still speaks, yeah. and we want to be a people who believe, you know, who pursue God's voice, who listen to His voice, and I think that that's very biblical to have that frame of mind. So yeah, in true. that in that sense. I think we, I do think that we all should hear God's voice. Yeah. You know, now I guess I, I, and I definitely, I mean, I think that there's like, there's a continuum of how this gift gets expressed. Mm -hmm. And I think some are, it does seem like there's, there's like a new Testament, almost like an office of prophet. So I think, I don't know that that means that we're all to hold that office, Yes. you know? So I, I, I think there's a continuum there. I don't think 100%. it's an either or, you know.
1: Yeah, hundred percent. So that's great, man. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's <clears throat> it's it, we definitely are all called to prophesy in that personal encouragement sense, right? You know, but I just hundred percent agree that at the so it's it's good to know that, like, because there might be somebody listening to this thinking, wait. Can I prophesy? Right. And it's like, yeah, you can. Like mm-hmm. you can, you can ask God for a word for your friend. You can yeah. ask God, you know, and 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 absolutely He will speak to you. Yeah. And then, like you're saying at the same time, there's some people who are especially gifted. Mm-hmm. And That's right. so we we honor them and want to receive for them. You know, yeah. like our, our friend <clears throat> Danny Bartlett seems to be yeah. more gifted That's right. than most people with the mm-hmm. gift of prophecy. And mm-hmm. And so he prophesies at a at a higher level and, and more often than mm-hmm. other people.
0: Yeah, for sure. Um we all are, you know, I think the gift is available. I think we're all to pursue, but it does seem like some people are more um, you know, um gifted yeah. in that part in a particular area. I guess I would just want to say, I mean, I think that, you know, just like from for my church like we we're that idea like i love the definition that you started with just like the idea that we are all pressing into hearing god's voice i think that's a fundamental mm-hmm. you know um that we all need to be embracing and we we are contending to be the kind of church that believes that god still speaks i actually think that that's a little bit like harder then it it sounds like intuitive, well, yeah, God still speaks. But I think that, you know, maybe it's being American, maybe it's, you know, I've heard all the critiques like the post-enlightenment way that we think about things. We're overly rational, potentially. But I think that it's something that has to be contended for, you know, to be able Mm. to hear the voice of God. So I I wouldn't want to take that for granted. And I think that that's, that's critically important. And then like I have seen, um, I mean, I tell our church often, like this church would not be here if it were not for the prophetic, you know, and, and even this the words wow. that were spoken into my life, some of which were pretty directive mm-hmm. and which um, you know, took some time for me to to see the fruition of, you know. And I'll be honest, yeah, they they it was sometimes hard in that in-between period to hold on to a particular prophetic word.
1: Um,
0: But I think I have seen the, um, I don't think, I know that the power of the prophetic has been vital in the establishing of our church and even just in my own discipleship. And I mean, because of prophetic words that were spoken to me, I have um, matured in a way I would not have as a believer. I have grown in gifts that I would not have grown in as um, a disciple of Jesus. And so I've just seen, I know that there's some dangers out there. I know there's things to avoid, Mm -hmm. Um, but I think that... man, I'm just like testifying to, um, yeah. you know, the encouragement, the edification that's possible when this gift is used well. Yeah. And I want to see um, churches that thrive in this gift. So
1: Come on. yeah,
0: man. So thanks for being with us today. Um, I just appreciate your time, man. Appreciate yeah. your wisdom. Thanks for having and, me. Uh, yeah, man. We'll do it again. We'll see what episode we bring you back for, but okay. <laughs> this won't be the last time. All right. Sounds yeah, good. Just thanks. make sure
1: to have Megan on a few more times <laughs> before right. me. I, gotta keep I don't want to take that record. Yeah.
0: <laughs> thanks, Glenn. Okay. Appreciate you, man. Hey, hey, it's Pastor Noel again. Just wanted to say thanks so much for joining us here at the Exeter Valley Church Podcast. And don't be afraid to join us in person on a Sunday morning, 930 a.m. at the Exeter Memorial Building.